They seek him here, they seek him there. Those Frenchies seek him everywhere. Is he in heaven? Is he in hell? That damned elusive Pimpernel. picture Red Shoes as Baroness Orxy's immortal character, the Scarlet Pimpernel. revolution started gloriously, ringing with words such as liberty, equality, fraternity. But somewhere or other the word justice had been lost, and lost with it was the word mercy. Tony Dewhurst and I, disguised as French beggars, sat with a sullen mob attending the trial of the Duc de Montreux and his daughter Yvonne. Of course, we must be merciful to such a beautiful lady. We must be merciful and sentence her, along with her father, to death on the guillotine. Citizen, citizen de Montreux and his daughter will be taken to the conciergerie prison where they will be held overnight and placed on the docket for tomorrow's list for the guillotine. Tony is justice, and I'm Monsieur Chauvelin. We must save them, Blakeney. We shall. The League of the Scarlet Pimpernel is a busy night ahead. What's our first move? Oh, I'd say an act of courtesy. After all, since we're disguised as citizens of the Republic, we should congratulate Citizen Chauvelin on his wisdom. Come on. You mean you're going to walk right up and talk to him? Why not? He won't recognize us in these rags. <laughs> I have something to give him. What? <laughs> the poem. Yeah, they seem there. Yes. But we must be very French, citizen. But of course, citizen. <laughs> As I go to shake his hand, I'll drop the poem at his feet. 
Now, you pick it up and hand it to him and tell him it fell from his pocket. All right, uh, Watch it now. Ah, citizen Chauvelin. Citizen? You were magnificent. <laughs> Thank you, citizen. The Aristos. So oh, you made them tremble so. <laughs> they shall know the wrath of the Republic. It was wonderful to see, citizen. <laughs> oh, you, you dropped something, citizen. Ah, he... I do not think that is mine. I... Oh, yes. It was protruding from your pocket. Oh. I saw it fall. Oh, possibly a very important paper of state, citizen. From my pocket? Oh, very well. Let me have it. Citizen? Uh, what is wrong? You are pale, citizen. Are you ill? Sacre, no, no, no. The Scarlet Pimpernel. <gasps> the Scarlet Pimpernel. On this paper, his poem... Somebody must have put it in my pocket. Oh, the Englishman would not dare come here into the tribunal. He would not be such a fool. Somebody must have placed it in your pocket while you were en route to the trial, citizen. Yes, yes, yes. Go about your business, citizens. Say nothing of this. Do you think the Pimpernel plans to rescue the Aristos? Yes, but he will not succeed. Not tonight. This time, the Scarlet Pimpernel will not leave Paris alive. <laughs> In a moment, Marius Goring returns as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Goring as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Chauvelin was rattled. It would make him particularly cautious, and I planned for that caution to work in our favor. Tony and I slipped back to our quarters via back alleys and muddy streets and changed into our regular garb, the foppish garments of British gentlemen. By dinner hour, we were at Chauvelin's favorite cafe in the Rue Dauphine, where one of our men had long posed as a waiter. More wine, monsieur? No, by all means, my good fellow. Always more wine. Oh, really, old chap. Find a good vintage, won't you? That looks like the abominable stuff you gave us last time. Oh, no, monsieur. It is a fine vintage. Well, lean over. Hold it to the light so I may see it. Oui, monsieur. Did Chauvelin down here? Yes. He has tripled the guard of the conciergerie prison. Good. Anything else? He had a guest. Who? Citizen Bibo of the People's Police. Bibo, eh? Overhear any of that conversation? All exit gates from the city are to be closed tonight at sundown. Except the Mayo gate. Bibo will personally take charge there. 
all passports will be scrutinized by him. Visitors coming, Blakeney. Oh, really, Garçon? I don't know how you French ever acquired such a reputation for wine. Oh, well, it will have to do, I suppose. Uh, oh, look, Tony. <laughs> Citizen Marat is friends. Evening, citizens. Who's that English fool? Uh, Blakeney is an idiot. Ah. Garçon. Another bottle of wine for Citizen Marat and his guests, with my compliments. Oui, monsieur. Looks like we're in for a rough evening, Blakeney. <laughs> you think so? If we hadn't given Chauvelin that poem, they might not be so alert. Bad enough, the extra guards at the prison, but with Bebo personally guarding the Mayo gate, well, he's no fool. That's where you're wrong, Tony. The sharpest man can be a fool when his mind is open to fear. Fear of what? Fear of making a mistake. What would happen to Bebo if the Scarlet Pimpernel and a couple of aristocrats escaped under his very nose? I imagine Citizen Chauvelin would send them to the guilty. Precisely. And Citizen Bebo knows it. And that knowledge will be our passport through the Mayo Gate. You seem quite certain. I have never been more certain. How do you plan it? The plan can wait, Tony. First things first. Because we may never reach the Mayo Gate unless we can get the Duc de Montreux and his daughter out of prison. Do we have any police uniforms? A dozen or more. Good. We'll need uh, four for you, myself, and Fuchs, and Kent. While you're getting them, I have a letter to write. What sort of letter at a time like this? Oh, just a simple forgery, old boy. From Citizen Bebo to the jailer, ordering the release of the Duke and his daughter in our custody. dark when we entered the conciergerie prison, but even the night could not be as black as the dank corridors that led down to the dungeons. The uniforms we wore got us to the corridor we wanted, until we approached the mournful lanterns that painted one end of the prison with a weird yellow light. Halt there! Halt! Identify yourself, citizens. I am citizen Sergeant Moret. Assigned to leadership of the three citizen soldiers under my command. Have you not been informed that this section of the prison is restricted? I am acting under special order of citizen Bibo, who has given me this paper to deliver into your hands, citizen captain. Advance. A left men. Watch them carefully. Very well. Let me have the paper. We, oui, citizen captain. You know the contents of this note, citizen? Oui, citizen captain. My men and I are to take the filthy Aristo and his daughter <laughs> to the detention prison in the Rue de Carousel, so they may be nearer the guillotine when morning comes. Do you take me for a fool, citizen? I, I, I do not understand. This note is not an official stationery of the police. Because it was written in a cafe where citizen Bibo was dining with citizen Chauvelin. No, do not look at me so, citizen. Do you think I like being charged with the responsibility of holding the Aristos when that cursed Englishman has sworn to free them? I would prefer to leave them in your custody. If you will... Never I... mind your preference, citizen Sergeant. You will obey your orders as I obey mine. Open the Montreux cell. The prisoners will be released to the citizen Sergeant. Yeah, 
you will sign here, acknowledging release in your custody, citizen. Very well, but remember the rest of your instructions. What is it now? You are to place two of your own men in the cell, without light, and continue to maintain full guard in case the Pimpernel comes here. If he does not come by midnight, Citizen Bibo gave me this note for you. You may open it at midnight. I understand. Here are your prisoners. Citizen Captain, I, I would like it if you would give me a few more men. You read my orders, Citizen Sergeant. I am to maintain a full guard. But, but with only four of us to convey the prisoners, it seems an act of stupidity. You call Citizen Bibo's orders an act of stupidity? If I can obey him, so can you. We, oui, Citizen Captain, I apologize. Take your prisoners and go. Come. Come, you. The guillotine will remove those pretty curls. Take your hands off me, you swine. Swine, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Brave soldier of the Republic, striking a woman. I am an old man, monsieur, but not too old to defend my daughter. Come on, you old fool. Walk, or no, it will go badly with this you. Way, oh, this no. way, this way. Mind that you watch them well, citizen Sergeant. Do not fear, citizen Captain. They will be well cared for. And now, mademoiselle, may I apologize for slapping your face? You, you are not French. Not at all, mademoiselle. We are English. And while apologies are in order, please forgive me, monsieur, for handling you so roughly. Oh, dear, English. You, you the tall one. You must be... The one we have heard about. Oh, Scarlet Pimpernel. Who I am doesn't matter. Getting you out of Paris and safely to England is all that... <laughs> What's that? I'm afraid I've overplayed my hand, Tony. They're on to us. That second note you left with the captain, hmm? Yes, the Scarlet Pimpernel rhyme. I might have known he wouldn't wait to open it. Quickly, there's a door to the courtyard. Too late! The guards in the courtyard have heard. We are trapped! In a moment, Marius Goring returns as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Goring as the Scarlet Pimpernel. We were trapped, and I cursed myself for having left the telltale note with the captain. I could hear him and his men pounding through the corridor behind us. 
backfires from the other direction. The guards from the courtyard rushed in towards us. We're for it, Brinkney. Not yet. One last bluff. Hurry! You courtyard guards! What is it? What are you doing with the prisoners? Getting them safely away from the Scarlet Pimpernel, you fool. But uh... He's in there with more than 20 men. But how? Who knows, you fool? He's disguised as captain of the guards. Captain, get him while we get the prisoners to safety. This way, men! This way! Seize the captain of the guards! Go on, in there, quickly, all of you. Follow me, Mr. Desires! Now, Your Grace, Mademoiselle, this way, hurry. <laughs> Soldiers poured into the dungeon, clashing with the captain and the squad that pursued us. They milled about like cattle, thrashing and shouting in their confusion. Tony slammed the door behind them. Slid a boat. Then we dashed for the gate. I... I am sorry, monsieur. I cannot run. Sorry. I'll carry you. Yes, yes, save her. Save my daughter. I'm an old man. Leave me. No fear. You can be carried too. Hang on to my shoulder. Looks like they've broken out of that door. Too late to stop us. All right, Kent, folks. The horses are in that alley. Get them out. Fast. Here's the brandy. Ah, good. Well, pour some out for the Duke. Thank you, monsieur. And I think Mademoiselle Yvonne would like a glass, too. After our little excitement. Little excitement, he says, Father. No wonder we have heard so many tales of the Scarlet Pimpernel. Oh, monsieur, a moment ago my hands were still trembling. Now, for the first time in many months, I feel we are safe. Is it not so, Father? Yes, it is a good feeling to be safe. Well, I'm glad you feel that way, but um, please remember we are not yet out of Paris. And whatever move we make must be made tonight. Where did you get this passport, citizen? It was issued by a member of the Committee of the Public Safety. See? It bears the personal signature of Citizen Marat. Why is it your wish to leave Paris tonight? I have the right to go to my home, citizen. My farm lies outside the city. I am a devoted citizen of the Republic, citizen. Why do you question my passport? If you do not honor it, I will lodge a complaint with Citizen Chauvelin. Oh, you claim to know Citizen Chauvelin? I do. We shall see, Citizen. We shall see. Guard, summon Citizen Chauvelin from the inn. Yes, my They're really on the alert, Blakeney. Chauvelin himself? Yes, no wonder Bibo is so nervous. What do you mean? He's actually afraid to let that man go through without consulting Chauvelin. That means he's afraid Chauvelin doesn't trust his judgment. <laughs> Bibo's fear. It was our one chance. The only thing that could get us past the guards at the gate. As we entered the street that led to Mayo, I spurred my horse and the others charged after me. Citizen Bibo! En garde, citizen! Halt! Trop! What is it, citizen captain? What is wrong? The Scarlet Pimpernel. He is headed this way. Be alert. Ready, citizen. How do you know? Citizen Chauvelin sent me to warn you. He has information. The Pimpernel and his men and the prisoners will approach in disguise. The cursed Englishman has copied the features of one citizen Durand, who brings food to the prison. Citizen Durand? Yes. En garde now. My men and I ride to warn the other troops to be on the lookout. All right, men. Head back! Captain! What? Captain! What Wait! What is it, citizen? Quickly! The cursed Englishman! He has been here! Listen to me, an hour ago with Durand's passport. Ah! Then you have captured him! No! I should have been warned sooner! I let him through! You fool! 
You let the Scarlet Pimpernel escape. I could not help it. His papers were in order. You warned me too late. Too late to save your life. I must ride and tell Citizen Chauvelin. You have forfeited your head. No, no. Listen to me. You can't stop him. They were on foot. They can't be far away. Capture him. Capture him and save me and bring glory upon yourself. How long ago did they pass? My orders Less are... Less than an hour, citizen. Give chase, I beg you. All right, citizen. But it is on your head, not on mine. Don't talk. Go, go. Open the gates for this troop. Open them. <laughs> All right, men. We are after the Pippinel. Right. Catch this North Citizen Bebo! A special order! I'll get it! Hurry! All right, men! We are safe, but ride hard! The road to Calais! Lately, you're a marvel. You knew just what Bebo would do. If the Scarlet Pimpernel knows women as well as he knows men, he must lead a charming life between adventures. I've never complained about my lot, mademoiselle. I'll wager poor citizen Bebo is complaining about his. Oh, I don't know, Tony. He may be especially fond of poetry. Marius Goring returns as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Goring as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Blakeney! Oh, Blakeney! Yes, sir, boy? Do you want me? Yes, you've just come back from France. Lady Margaret thought you might know some new tale about the Scarlet Pimpernel. Pimpernel? Oh, afraid not, old boy. <laughs> See, I was pursuing a lady. Dancer from the ballet, what? <laughs> well, you know. Must go and pay my respects. <sighs> I should have known better than to ask him. Yes. I wonder why we even invite him here. Uh, a habit, I guess. In every gathering, there's always one idiot like Blakeney. Oh, well. Shall we join the others, my
Adventures of the Scarlet Pimpernel, starring Marius Goring, with music composed and conducted by Sidney Torch. Produced by Harry Allen Towers.